Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey everyone, thanks so much for being a part of this podcast. My name is John Rawls. I'm the owner of Kavanaugh Media, and I get the distinct privilege of each week spending some time with you, regardless of where you are right now listening to this, to just spend some time with you talking about social media marketing, specifically to Christian organizations, to churches, to mission teams around the world. And I take that opportunity with so much thankfulness in my heart. And I thank God for each one of you who listen to this podcast. I really do. And I pray for you all. I am praying that God uses this to help just encourage you, to give you information, to give you ideas to try, and to really help grow the kingdom to take the good news of Jesus Christ and to see that it can go to every part of the world, that the gospel is preached to all nations, and then, Lord willing, may the end come. May he come back. We know that's going to be the end, that every tribe, tongue, and nation, that every knee will bow. And what we desire to do is to see that people have the opportunity to hear about Jesus in their heart language. And that means that we're trying to put content out there in places where people naturally are. And in this day and age, that's social media. So many people are out there on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. There's people out there who are seeking to know who Jesus is. Now, in today's podcast, I really want to talk about some really current news of some stuff that's going on that is going to have a dramatic impact, especially for those of you who are working in places outside of the United States and or Europe in the places where in a lot of times where you are hesitant to let people know that you're a worker that you're a Christian, that you are doing this kind of activity. And so there's been lots of talk about using a digital hero. There's been talks about, well, just set up a fake account. And let me differentiate between those two before we get to the news and and what it's meaning for us. A digital hero simply means someone who is the owner of the account has no intention to ever go to that location, that country where maybe there is actual, you know, real risk there of to their life. They don't intend to go there, but they will lend their account so that those who are working in that location can use that or gain access to it to to create the business account and the ad accounts and such. Then there's the opposite end of that, which is just creating a fake account using a fake name and trying to set up things in that kind of way. Now, both of those have been done and different levels of success for teams overseas that have done that. Obviously, if you're listening to this today and you are a church, you may not have to worry about some of those kind of issues, but I want you to to pay attention to this because I think this is a place where the church is going to have to step up and, and help the workers who have been sent out in some ways. So here's what's happening in the news. The 
blog that Facebook goes to where they have announced things and a blog post there, Facebook said that they're going to be adding organizations that manage this page. Now, looking back in March, Facebook CEO uh, Mark Zuckerberg talked about privacy. And a lot of people laugh about that because, well, they just haven't done a great job at it. So they are reacting to Cambridge Analytica, to Russian interference. And what we're seeing now is actually Iranian interference in different countries, in elections and such. So in this blog post, Zuckerberg and Facebook says that they are going to be adding organizations that manage this page. And they're going to put a tab on the page that will let people know who the confirmed page owner is. Now this confirmed page owner area is going to have the organization's legal name. It's going to have their city, their phone number, their website. I have gone through that for Kavanaugh Media as an agency and it's an actual postcard. It took nearly a week to get this whole process done and there is a lot to it. Now the first step they did was just talking about the primary page, primary location, primary page country location. And so if the primary people using the page were, for example, in the United States, it would show that even if the ad was running in a totally different country, which might have been where those workers are actually located. This opens up a whole other aspect of just how much do they know but let's just assume that they know your IP address and they know your Mac address on your computer and they can tell when there's multiple ones that are logging on which is the very first part of this that we do not want to be breaking the terms of service if at all possible by having one account and then having multiple people use it ad accounts can be disabled, they can be paused. There's all sorts of stuff that can happen when Facebook begins to notice this. And so they're they're doing this and right now it's starting out with US audiences and the, that have already gone through this Facebook business verification. But I am not a prophet nor am I the son of the of a prophet, but I'm going to tell you this, this is where they're going. This is just the beginning. If they're going to start with businesses, they're going to start with the United States. But in the future, I do not see this changing. So Facebook and Instagram is changing. They're going to be requiring that there is more transparency to who actually owns the page and who is running the ads. That's coming. Now, they haven't said yet which ones have gone through it or whatever else. I can tell you I have. There's been others and people that I know. But this is coming down the line. And they're doing this because they say that there's people out there who are running ads and who are running pages. And they really are trying to get around this whole transparency effort. And so one of the things in some other blog posts that I've read is that not only are they trying to fight foreign interference, but really they're trying to combat inauthentic behavior using their words. So they have updated their policy and their standards, which it's really important for you to make sure that you are up on those. And I want to put a link to that on our show notes here, but you want to, to make sure that you are doing everything that they say when you create your ad. And so you're not doing things that go against their terms of service, but they're looking to combat inauthentic behavior. 
And so this goes beyond just political candidates, though they're doing some new things with that as well that you're going to be hearing about. This is just opening up transparency so that people can see who is the actual owner of a page. So whether that be a state-controlled media, whether something from a government or whatever, or if it's just from a group or, in our instance, from mission organizations, they want that to be known. And they want to reduce then misinformation and, and just really just add a level and try to create a level of trust again on the networks. And so they're, they're saying this is what's happening. This is where we're going. And so that inauthentic behavior, when you look at their policy stuff, you're going to see where they say, these are. this is their words. Let me quote it. We routinely take action against inauthentic behaviors, including financially motivated activity like spam or fake engagement tactics that rely on inauthentic amplification or evading enforcement rather than a core use of fake accounts. And they go through them talking about what some of these deceptive techniques are. And they talk about these protocols and things that they're going through all the time to check on it. Well, I clicked on it to see, okay, what is this policy or these behaviors that they're looking for? And here's what they say. Do not use multiple Facebook accounts or share accounts between multiple people. Don't misuse Facebook or Instagram's reporting systems to harass other people. Don't engage in or claim to engage in inauthentic behavior which is defined as the use of Facebook or Instagram assets. So an account, a page, a group, or an event to mislead people or to mislead Facebook. And this could include, it says, about the identity, the purpose, or the origin of the entity that they represent. So there's a lot of stuff that comes into this. Bottom line is that the practice of us using other people's accounts possibly or whatever else those days, I think, are pretty much over. They're looking and they're they're moving beyond just the, well, I've, I've got this set up and I'm using a VPN. That is not going to cut it. In fact, I heard back from one of my clients who was using a VPN and that itself was a flag that got their account flagged. Now, they were able to contact Facebook and talk through it and explain that they were traveling and they spent a lot of time in this specific country and so that's why they, they do this there and they got open back up but Facebook is looking and they are noticing and so if we want to use these platforms these channels to reach out to the nearly 2 billion people who are actively using Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp then we need to try to follow the rules and abide by the policies so there's a lot that goes into this. I really encourage you to get into Facebook's policies about ads so that you can understand what kind of things you can do ads about, what kind of language, so that you'll understand that they're not just looking at your ads, they're looking at your landing pages as well. And so to make sure that we are in compliance to the best of our abilities. And the reason Facebook does this beyond the transparency and privacy is that it's their users. That's who they care about. Not you, not me, not the advertisers. They care about their users. And if the users are having a good experience, then there's a place for us to run our ads about Jesus. But if those users leave Facebook, if they don't trust it, well, we don't have a place to go either. And so I'm not sure what all is going to be happening next, but here's what I would encourage those of you who are listening to this podcast today. You really need to think through strategically how are you using these accounts? 
who is using it what are these facebook instagram accounts are they real people are they you how are they set up do you need a buffer layer of page ownership from somebody in the states who will be logging into it or an agency or an organization or something else the days of being able to hide behind this anonymous usage of running these ads i think those days are pretty much over and so we need to think through all of this and think through then what is the best protocol and practice and you will have to decide that for yourself, for your location, for your risk tolerance, for your security considerations in each place that you work. But I just want to get you aware that this is happening and to begin to think about this. And if you're a church and you are supporting people who are out there and they're using media, this may be a place where you need to help them. Really think through, provide the funds, provide the resources, whatever it might be that they can continue to use this amazing opportunity we have to reach out through social media with the gospel of Jesus. So be thinking through that and praying through that. If I can help you in some way or if you have questions, feel free to reach out. Send me a private message. Not that I have all the answers. I'm working through this as well with my clients right now. But together, hopefully we can find a solution that provides security and transparency and fulfills Facebook's requirements while allowing us to do the work that we want to do that God is calling for us to do. One final thing, the Google Analytics course is almost complete. It's going to be coming out here at the end of the month. I hope that it will be a blessing to you. There is a tremendous amount of information in this course. If you have not signed up to be notified when it releases and to get a coupon code for a discount on the price of it, go to our website, kavanaughmedia.com and if you wait about five or six seconds a pop-up will show up you can sign up right there and then we'll let you know as soon as that course goes live there are video components to this course there are audits that you can go through there are formula charts there's all sorts of stuff tremendous value in my opinion specifically created for those working in the Christian realm. So uh, I hope that's going to be a benefit to you. I hope this today's podcast will get you thinking through some of these security and Facebook usage, terms of service issues. And as I said, I'm praying for you all. I appreciate you all. I am on your side. And whatever I can do to help you or as a company that we can do to help you, we stand ready and willing. Until the next time, may God guide you. May you keep trying to find new ways to get the good news to as many people as possible. Find what works and keep doing more of it. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.